0: Hello and welcome back to another edition of the Standig Only podcast. Yes, I am Ben Standing and I cover the Washington Football Team for the Athletic. Which meant today, Sunday, I was in Green Bay at Lambeau Field to watch the Washington Football Team play the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, um, I, depends how you want to look at it. There were there were some positives, but an end result, they lost. Uh, what was it, twenty four to ten, I believe. Uh, yeah, I think that's right. Uh, so that happened. We're going to discuss that, the good, but the reality as well. To do that with me, another guy who was here at the game, who was returned to, to do a podcast with me in a car outside of Lambeau Field. It is Matt Parrish from the Washington Times. I mean, before we get into the things I was just saying to Matt, like, I think we're both kind of like, all right, you know, there's another loss. We got to talk about this again and all that. But we're literally sitting in my car, my rental car, facing Lambeau Field. We just watched Aaron Rodgers play. Like there are worse days that we will endure in our lives. So this was this was a this was a good day, except that, <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It was. I, I guess here's what I'll say, and then I'll, and I'll stop talking. the The fact that today was a day we talked about positives in that this was a day that the defense probably not probably it did have its best overall game this year, and the offense. Outgained the Packers by over a hundred yards. They were they had nine real possessions this game, and uh, they right nine, yeah, and and they reached uh, Green Bay territory. In at least, and in seven of them, I think. Mm-hmm. So they move the ball. They they help. They help. They, they allowed the fewest points they've given up in any game since the opener. And yet, that's where the bar is right now. That we're talking about the whats and the ifs and the coulds and this is progress and all like that because of how how down it's gone. And I think that's kind of the sort of the point for me right now. Good, better day, but still, <laughs> not 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 close enough.
1: Yeah. No. I mean, it. We've reached the point of the season now that. Washington is 2-5, and five, and that was the record that was trotted out last year when the season turned around. They obviously finished 7-9, and nine, but I, I don't know about you, but I think 2-5 and five feels a lot different than last year's 2-5, and five. you know, with all the expectations before the season of uh, this was supposed to be a top-five defense. Washington played much better today, but it still didn't look like last year's unit, really, to me, and so, you know, I just think it's more of a deflating loss if you're a fan or even from a, a writer standpoint, what the heck am I going to write about the last few weeks here?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, for 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 sure. Um, l- l- let's talk about some positives though, just to like sure. you know put put a little extra pep in our step, so to speak. L- let's start with the secondary, which has really been picked on by us and more importantly by quarterbacks throughout throughout the season. And one of the reasons is that I mean they've just been just bad communication, m- blown coverage. All over the place. And today, look, William Jackson has struggled big time this year. There's no argument. But he doesn't even play today. He's out with a knee injury, which meant that their quarterbacks today were Kendall Fuller, Benjamin St. Juice, and effectively Danny Johnson. I'm not even sure another guy even played today. Corn Elder and and uh, Trap. You were the only other two. I don't know if they even played. Those three played, and then you had, of course, Cam Curl, Bobby McCain, and Landon Collins, who primarily, from what I could see, was in the box, and he did some good things today, but. To that end, this group, I think it was the best that secondary has looked this season. Um, and and we'll have to, you know, we all look at tape. We'll hear what Ron Rivera has to say on Monday about what what he saw. Uh, Danny Johnson did a pretty solid job at that spot. A guy I've always liked. Lena Collins, like I said, he did good things in the stuff that he does well around the line of scrimmage. And you know, they held up again in a game in which Aaron Rodgers threw three touchdown passes. So. You know, right. it, it it it's, again, it's a, it's a somewhat of a low bar, but I thought this was a better game for them. I don't know what that means that William Jackson didn't play in it, but I think from that group's perspective, I think it was a better play. What stood out to you about the, the, the defense, which, again, overall, I think was better.
1: Yeah, I just think the lack of, uh, like, coverage busts was really a, a positive improvement, I think. Green Bay's longest play of the day was 26 yards, and so you know after giving up 49 against the Chiefs, 50 a lot of 50 yard plays, uh, that was really much needed. And you know you can point to Jackson not being on the field, but they had started to trend this way last week. I know Hill had that 49 yard uh, reception, but there was really not that many breakdowns even against the Chiefs. So if they can keep this up week over week, then yeah, it looks like the secondary is finally starting to to play like we, we kind of thought it would.
0: I mean, I sort of balked last week at the idea that the defense, like, played well. I mean, Mahomes basically screwed up. Multi, you know, he had the one horrendous interception, and then it was the one off Tyreek's Hill hands. Otherwise, you know, they got 500 yards of offense. They kind of did whatever they wanted to do. And then the second half, they obviously put the ball in the end zone. I don't think today Green Bay really made mistakes. I think Washington actually just played them straight up. Did pretty, did, did, did pretty well. Again, Aaron Rodgers, whenever he needed to make a, a play, he largely did. Um, but, you know, I, I think it was a better day. By the way, also the defensive line, especially in the first half, got consistent pressure on him. Jonathan Allen had two sacks. Montez Sweat is the most active. He's looked in, in a bit. Um, so I thought that was some good things there. And, uh, you know, I think Jamin Davis, you know, again, we'll, it's a, well, we'll see what the tape shows ultimately. But I thought he was impactful on some plays. Um, as well. So again, far from saying that they're anywhere close to what the expectations were, but a sign in the positive direction. Um, on the offensive side, you know, Antonio Gibson is playing with his stress fracture, but he still keeps grinding out there. Uh, I don't, I, we don't have this. I don't have the stats in front of me, so I don't know what he finished with, but like, you know, he he is he he's he's doing uh, you know, he, he's doing a pretty good job, all things considered. Terry McLaurin went back over 100 yards after a couple of quiet back-to-back games. He did have a a, a, a tough drop in the end zone on a third down throw he, he admitted he dove a bit early uh but the, and the throw from taylor heineke was basically there but you know came up short but he also had a 40-yard a touchdown in the opening drive after green bay had scored on their opening drive um as every team does against washington uh so so terry had a, had a big had another overall good day as well and look i mean i think the well, you know what, I don't know. I, I guess I can't sit here and say the offensive line did, 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 did great. I mean, Heineke uh, was under some pressure. But I think, by and large, they've been a pretty good group. Um, Again, all that said, you know, it is it is wild that, you know, they, they lost by double digits again. If you've been betting against Washington the last few weeks, you know, congrats on uh, whatever whatever house or car you're going to buy. Um, the, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, ultimately, the... I, I come back to, I have this bad habit. I don't know if it's a bad habit. I just sometimes, like, skip ahead to the end. I don't really, it's like if I'm reading a book, I, I know you should be reading chapters. This is chapter seven. I just keep jumping ahead to the book that's, like, the, the, the end of the book that basically says they still need a quarterback. Because while Taylor Heineke did a good job, Brown Rivera said he was gutsy, and I'm not pinning this loss on Taylor Heineke at all, but when you go up against the other team that we see week in, week out against this team able to clean up mistakes, able to give you more margin of error so that you don't have um, these issues. And, you know, again, it's not all on Heineke, but, like, it, it is it is just hard to look at this team and think, boy, they really are going to be able to compete with any of these contenders until they solve this problem.
1: Right. And I don't know. I think I would put it a little bit more on Heineke. You know, the stat line was really good. I think he only he didn't complete nine passes. And some of those incompletions, though, are the same types of problems we've seen kind of all season. He, he's late to, to get the ball out. He, he throws it a little bit too high. There's physical disadvantages that he's he ha- has just being 5'11". But, you know, I think the thing with Heineke is we've seen the limitations with him as a quarterback throughout the season. I think it's really been obvious the last three games. But it's more so he can't really take advantage of – he can't really exploit a, a – Defense's weakness. You know, going back to the Chiefs game, uh, the worst defense in the league statistically that that Kansas City was. And then even this week, I think there was that stat that you tweeted on the broadcast that, what, through the first six games, Green Bay was 15, had allowed 15. Yeah,
0: they they faced 15 red zone possessions and the opponent got a touchdown 15 times. I mean, that's insane. And Washington went 0 for 4.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah, no, so it's just, it's that lack of execution where you really need, like, the red zone, third down, um two minute like that those are really where your quarterback needs to excel and Heineke to his credit is great uh, in two minute I think that's probably the, his best you know his biggest strength but you know I just think the flaws are there and I think he's fine as a stopgap for this year they don't really have any other options but you know definitely long term like you've said Ben that, that it needs to be addressed
0: yeah and I'll just mentioned this, if you haven't read it yet, I wrote a big story the other day about uh, wa- how Washington finds a quarterback and the struggles that they're going to face uh, this offseason in particular. Um, but anyway, they're I don't want to so much put a cap on this just yet, but in terms of the schedule, so they're now two and five. I've said before the season started that I thought if there was a single game that was the most intriguing or important game on the schedule, it was the one coming up against Denver. And it was for the single reason as to what's happening. Obviously, I wasn't projecting that the season would definitively unfold the way that it has, but they need this Denver game to potentially avoid what's looking like a maybe a five-game losing streak, right? Because they've lost three in a row. Tampa Bay is the week after the bye. They're not going to be favored. We'll just say that. Forget forget everything else after that. I mean, Carolina, which had started strong, is starting in the real. Seattle's got a quarterback concern, and then we go from there. Uh, Denver it looks beatable right now. They started 3-0. They've now lost four in a row. You know, I, I, Taylor Heineke, this may be the first game of the year where Taylor Heineke is not going in You know, Matt's a boxing Mm -hmm. guy on the tail of the tape. Taylor Heineken may not be the the lesser quarterback. Teddy Bridgewater's fine, but he's not that exciting. Um, This is a winnable game, but it is on the road and all that. Um, They've got to basically, I think, win this game for us to continue any conversations about, you know, whatever the playoffs mean going forward. I know the last five games are against the division, and you can make some things up, but Dallas is running away with the division. So, really, we're talking about the wild card and... You know, we'll have to we'll have to see um, if I tell you right now, if, you know, if you're if you if you can get Ron Rivera's ear and you're saying to him, OK, here's the one thing you really I mean, screw everything else. One thing you really need to focus on, whether it's uh, personnel personnel. Uh, something for the game plan maybe it's a pep talk maybe you just need to sit down and watch succession I don't know whatever it is get some motivation from the Roy family or something uh whatever it might be what what's the one thing for you that you think uh, you really uh, again because I just think this Denver game I don't want to say it's the season but it feels like it's kind of the season
1: well I, I can't believe I'm going to sound like Chris Russell here oh but I think you can really run the ball against this Denver front uh you know looking at how the Browns just ran over them. And obviously the Browns have a great offensive line and they're known for their running game, but they were without Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. And so their third string running back was still able to really put up yards. And Denver's linebackers are just as bad as as these guys, if not more so. They're really banged up at the position. And so this is a game that you look at for Antonio Gibson, J.D. McKissick to have a, a great game. And, you know, I this is heavily skewed by Heineke's run like rushing yards today, but Washington ran 29 times for 195 yards. If they can have that type of performance again, you know I don't think you're gonna get that from Heineke. But Gibson ran for 51 yards. If that's 95, if it's just the other way, if Gibson is 95 and Heineke is 51 yards, you know I think they're going to be in pretty good position to to win that game, and especially if they can convert, even if those you know, they were chasing fourth downs today uh, by trying to keep up with the Packers. But if they settle for field goals in a more conservative setting, Denver's supposed to be – is a great place for kickers. You know, then maybe they can add a couple of points because this Broncos offense, it just it, – it's really fizzled out the last four
0: games. I yeah, mentioned the kicker. Chris Blewett made his debut, had a kick blocked, made his other attempt. So, you know, I – We'll, we'll have to see what, what, what the thought was in the tape. The ball looked like it went up pretty low. The guy didn't even mm-hmm. uh, have to jump. Tim Settle had a block on the other end. Um, But just to wrap this up with with, with Heineke, uh, you mentioned his running. He ran for, what, 90 yards? There was big I, gaps constantly in the middle. Of, like after he was in the pocket for a bit, the, the middle of the field just constantly was open. Our seats in the press box are uh, on the sideline and high up, and you can just constantly see tons of room there. He took advantage of it. He also had two runs. That on some level maybe you know de- determined the game sort of. I mean they were already down. I think fourteen points at that point, twenty one seven. The one play, he he it balls at the three. He scrambles, he dives for the end zone. He comes up short, but then it, with a hopping b- touch slides into the end zone. The officials therefore, because he's a quarterback, said he was down to the one. He Heineke disagrees. Like I see two defenders coming over, or multiple defenders coming over. I don't know if they're going to hit me, so I did that. The ref, that's what the refs called. Then the next play on fourth down, they empty the backfield. They go QB sneak with a little guy. He's not Ben Roethlisberger. He's not the biggest quarterback in the world out there. He goes. I, I did even still. I, I need. I need to go back and see the replay. He somehow lost the ball. Got it back got hit, was able to extend the ball over the line, but by the time he did that, it looked like the refs had already called him dead, so when they went and looked at the replay, Ron Rivera said that he was told, basically, you couldn't see in the sea of humanity whether he was down or not, which was sort of my original thought in the first place. Uh, You know, the game can... One thing that's so weird about football is how often these games come down to just the most bizarre... Not bizarre, but just like you know, we don't even understand what the rules are half the time, or where the ball's placed, or things along those lines. Uh, did, did 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 that won't drive you crazy or make you think like, wait, what is uh, what, what what is going on here? Yeah,
1: like the game can flip on those two things, but at the same time, like those are kind of the rules. Like we've seen quarterbacks get down because they've given themselves up. Haney had that amusing anecdote after the game about him talking to Aaron Rodgers and Rodgers saying oh, it happened to me in Tampa last year and Heineke kind of pleading with Rodgers to go tell the official to overturn it and Rodgers <laughs> just laughed. Yeah. And you know, it, it's just those are kind of the the tough things, but you know, it really shouldn't come down to third and fourth down that close if, you know, they just punched the ball in earlier or if he Throws it, you know. I was looking it up after the game, and Heineke hasn't thrown a touchdown in the red zone since the Falcons game, and that was their last win. So.
0: Yeah. Well, and you know, it's a Matt Paris is a guy who can't stand cliches, and this this quote I'm about to use is is, is sort of like that. But I actually think it's appropriate for where this is at. It's like the, all this talk of improving and close or whatever. Ultimately, that doesn't mean squat. And Jonathan Allen said after the game, basically, winners make w- winning plays, losers make losing plays. And right now, our record says what we are. And I kind of think that's ultimately the point here. We can point to this was wrong, and Brown Rivera, I'm sure, will tell us tomorrow. Maybe he'll even say it was a couple of plays that cost them the game. But ultimately, that's the thing. They're not making these plays. And I'm not saying it's just on the quarterback, but ultimately, that's the thing at that position. If you don't have a guy who can sort of come up with the big play when you when you screw it up, Uh, or the defense is struggling, it is just hard to win in this league. We see the last two weeks the other team had a great quarterback. They were able to do that. I'm not saying you have to have Mahomes or Rodgers, but you got to have something, and and they just don't have that that eraser right now, and and that's kind of the problem on top of – 17 other things right now. Uh, All right. He's on Twitter at Matthew underscore Paris. Go read his recap of this game in the Washington Times. Uh, You can go read me on The Athletic. I'll be back more this week with more uh, podcasts. Uh, Of course, make sure I didn't say at the top subscribe to the podcast on uh, iTunes, Spotify. You can also listen to it now on The Athletic. You can subscribe to The Athletic as well. There's always a discount code in there. So you can do that. Matt, did you have any final thought for the masses before I let you go and uh, live your life?
1: And now you can just read me on the Washington Times. I'm going to plug my stuff for a change. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, you can just read me on the Washington Times website. I have a story later this week that I'm excited for. So there's the tease.
0: There, there, <laughs> there you go. I, I, I believe Matt is pretty high on his work, so you should be able to go check that out. All right, that's it for me. We'll talk later, guys. Hang in there. Don't jump off of anything. I mean, other than like maybe your bed or something for for for, for your you know, for your I don't know whatever that means. Uh, <laughs> Matt's looking at me like stop, to stop talking. All right, I will stop talking. That's it for now. Ben Standing signing off. Until next time, see you.